Welcome to the Social University Podcast. We are so glad you're joining us today because we want to help business owners, entrepreneurs, and people just like you who want to build their business online. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it. So let's go. Good morning, guys. I'm here in Toronto with Social U. It is that time of the week. Uh, we come to you live every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Central to talk to you about social media tips, tricks, and trends, as well as digital marketing information. All this month is mental health month. So we've been talking about stuff like how to take a break and how to, um, what's some other fun stuff we've been talking about? Bandwidth and um, how to get ahead of your schedule and um, how to uh, keep your mental health while you're online because it's it's hard. That's hard. Um, this week, we're going to talk about dealing with negative comments, reviews, and trolls, which if you've been in business for more than a minute, you absolutely are going to have negative comments. Um, sadly, we didn't start really getting any negative comments until we got on YouTube. So there's that. <laughs> but uh, let's let's just go ahead and jump right in. Okay, first and foremost, and I, I kind of broke this out into pieces. Uh, I want to talk about how to respond to negative comments and complaints. And then we're going to talk about rude comments, comments that are false, and people who just want to troll you. And then um, just a couple of other standout things that I deserve mentioning, but don't really fall into a category. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, number one, first and foremost, I cannot stress this enough. If this is the only thing you take away from this today, please pay attention and respond quickly. We were doing, we do client reviews on the regular. It's a very normal thing for us to review. Uh, I, we'll go through as a team and look at their presence and their about information and just kind of go through. And we have a newer client um, and we were doing this internally this week. And the newer client has 16 fake reviews on Facebook about Bitcoin that have been sitting there for a year because nobody is monitoring their comments or their reviews. So we got to go in there and clean that up. But come on, there's just, there's just no excuse for not paying attention to the notifications. Turn your notifications for your social media platforms on so that you're getting your business notifications. Uh, Facebook business suite will tell you about comments on Instagram and Facebook that are business related. So if you know your mom sends you another cat video, not that that's not a delight, but you not necessarily need to see those all day, every day, although I'm sure she sends you enough for you to do that, then you can go straight to the business stuff if you use the business suite tool. If you're, if you know you're not going to get on TikTok every day and check your comments, maybe Make time to just check the comments. You don't have to doom scroll every time you get on, but you must stay on top of your comments because dealing with it, the first step is knowing that it's out there. Do you have a negative comment? Do you have a negative review? You got to pay attention. Um, number two, you, you need to ask yourself, is this really my fault? Is this something that I brought upon my own self? Did I cause this? Am I to blame? And then if you decide that, yes, in fact, it is my fault, you need to apologize publicly and quickly. Um, if it's, and there's certain circumstances where it will not be your fault. Um, and we're going to talk about that too. But if, if you're wrong, say you're wrong, address the problem and move forward. Then you want to move that conversation to private. You want to apologize publicly, correct it privately. So number three is move that comment, move that conversation so that it's in a direct message. I'm so sorry you had this experience. Please 
direct message me your email or contact information so we can discuss this further because the whole world doesn't need to know how you solve the problem. They just need to know that you are addressing the problem. Um, number four, you want to thank them for their input. If you're the business owner and you found out that your employees shut down an hour early and your customers are mad because they went to buy something and nobody was there, I'd want to know that. You should want to know that. So thank them for telling you. It's it's never you're never going to get ahead with a defensive position. You have to be open for information. So if somebody's trying to tell you something, if they're so mad about it that they need to tell you, then you need to listen. And and this is all based on the assumption that these are valid complaints, valid issues, valid um, comments, negative comments. So if you're wrong, apologize, make it private as quickly as possible. Thank them for their input. You can do that publicly or privately. Um, And then number five, you want to ask, so what can I do now? How can I fix this problem and make it better? And for someone who has 15 years of retail experience, nine times out of 10 in customer service, when you, people just want to, they want to be heard. So you listen to them, you let them vent, you validate that you're wrong, you apologize. And then when you ask them what it is that they need, I'm telling you nine times out of 10, what they're going to ask for is less than what you were prepared to give them. Find out what they want before you promise the sun, moon and stars. Uh, It's very like if we make a mistake, I'm happy to deduct off of invoices or skip an invoice entirely. I hate mistakes. So I want to make sure that the customer's happy on the other side. But ask them, how, what can we do to make this right? How can we fix this for you? Can we add this other service? Can we add this other thing on this side to make it better, to make it um, make you happy? But ask, because you have no idea what they want. It may be something you that ha- wasn't even on your radar. Instead of wanting an entire month's worth of free services, they might just ask you if you can send out an email from them. Or they might ask for an extra blog. It doesn't have to be fancy to be effective, but it it definitely needs to be what the customer wants. So find out what they want. Number six, do not, do not delete negative comments. When you delete a negative comment or negative review, you are going from, you're making it personal. You are transferring that from being a business issue to being a personal vendetta. Because when people feel like they're not validated and they're not being heard, they take it public. And small businesses can be destroyed in a matter of 60 seconds with a video that goes viral. So don't delete negative comments. Again, address it, apologize if it's true, and then make it private, but don't delete it. It's normal for businesses to have at least one or two negative comments. It's totally normal. People expect it. So don't delete the negative comments. You're going to make people angry and then they'll start talking about you on their own personal profile and you have zero control over that. You can't take that down. So don't make it personal. And I can tell you this from experience. When I very first started in social media, we were working on um, (laughs) once upon a time when there was no Instagram, because once upon a time there was no Instagram and no Snapchat and Facebook was the only talk about the big dog. They were the only dog. LinkedIn was only for business people. So everybody was hanging out on Facebook and we had a client who had thousands of followers and somebody made a negative comment and I told him not to delete it. And he did. And she wrote it back again and he deleted it again. And then it got super personal, super quickly. She started posting in every group she could find. She posted it on her personal profile. She got all of her friends to share it to their personal profiles. And that little tiny 
$50 mistake cost him thousands of dollars in business because he refused to acknowledge he was wrong and deal with the consequences. So don't delete negative comments. Okay, now as we're moving forward, we're going to talk about comments that are just rude, personal, false comments, and trolls because, you know, they're out there. Um, number seven, false information. If it's wrong and you know it's wrong, you can respond with ca caution, but you need to keep your response short and factual. And this is one um, I find this in particular with female business owners. They want to be liked. They want people to like them as a person. So if somebody makes a comment about them personally that's wrong, they feel the need to defend it. That's not how it happened. I'm so sorry you feel that way. Let me tell you how I feel about it. Absolutely not. Your feelings don't matter. Talk about what's factual and true as it pertains to the complaint or the negative comment that's happening right now. So if you have an incident where people have misinformation about your business and they're telling people that you steal tips, let's say you're a restaurant and you're accused of stealing tips if it's not true, if you know it's false, then you can say, um, I'm sorry that you have the wrong information. I'm sorry to, I regret to inform you that you're misinformed. That is not our store policy. That is not our company policy. And ask them if they would like information to move it internally. You do not have to openly engage. If you are going to engage, however you respond, needs to be quick, to the point, and true. Feelings aside. Um, I'm 100%, and a lot of people can't do that. Um, number eight, you cannot argue with crazy. There are going to be things that are not your fault that you can't fix that people argue about. We didn't get a refund from this wedding uh, venue because there was a hurricane. How in the world does the wedding venue control the weather? Well, they don't. So if they're going to argue, if somebody's going to complain about something that's out of your control, sometimes the best course of action is no course of action at all. Sometimes the best thing you can do is ignore it and it will fix itself. We had a situation where somebody made a complaint. This has been several years ago. Somebody made a complaint about a vendor and um, the account manager wanted to jump in there and defend it. And I said, just wait an hour and we'll see what happens. And we waited an hour. And lo and behold, their um, own clients came to their rescue, comment after comment after comment of this isn't right. That's not how that happened. And they would they told the right story. And, and the person who made the original comment ended up retracting because their own client base came to their rescue. So that that can be super effective. Your fans can be your best and first line of defense. Um, number nine, don't feed the trolls. This kind of comes back to you can't argue with crazy. Well, you can argue with crazy, but you've heard that phrase. Don't fight with a pig. It gets mud. You get in the mud and the pig likes it. So don't argue with trolls. Do not engage. Hide the post. Stay away from trolls. You just, it, it doesn't, there are people who don't, whose only joy in life is to mess with or be rude to other people. Becky says, just in case someone needs this, and it is, um, Becky, you're going to have to tell me, I'm just seeing the link, I'm not seeing a title. So let me know um, where we're sending these folks, and I'll, I'll post that real quick up here too. But don't feed the trolls. We have had some troll comments on YouTube where they attack my appearance, which is ridiculous. So instead of deleting them, we just respond with a troll emoji and move forward. It, they're a troll. They know they're a troll. It's not going to benefit me at all to argue with them. So we just ignore that. We're just going to leave it alone. Um, it, ridiculous, completely ridiculous. Um, number 10, rude comments, people that are just being rude, being rude, like you're stupid. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. 
okay. I mean, you you can hide those with discretion. And there are some that you absolutely need to hide. It, commenting on somebody's appearance is never right. And a lot of times hiding those, the person can still see their comment, but nobody else can see their comment. So they're not mad that you deleted it and nobody else is getting to read it. So hiding it a lot of times can also be your best course. You good? can also be your best course of action. So you can delete with discretion. Obviously, if it's spam, you want to delete it. But ideally, you need a, a company policy in place so that if this specific situation persists, um, then it, you can address it in a specific way. We have a profanity policy. If somebody cusses in a comment, it's gone. I don't care if it's you know the Pope. I don't care who it is, the president, whomever it may be, if they're cussing at um, our company, our brand, the poor person who's monitoring that, it's going. Um, it, there's just no need. There's no call for that ever. I feel the same way about customer service phone calls. The second the person starts to cuss, the phone call is over. So it, it's just absolutely not happening. Um, number 11, if the person persists, and sometimes they do, they'll comment over and over and over on the same thing. You can delete them. You can ban them. You can block them. You can report them. Facebook is really one of the best about this, where you can report this person is harassing me and block them from your page, ban them from interacting with you and hide all of their comments, past, present, future. Very effective way to deal with a troll. So um, again, if you're it's okay to make mistakes. People make mistakes and negative reviews can be a good thing. 85% of consumers look for negative reviews in order to make informed purchase decisions. And this number skyrockets to 91% among customers from the ages of 18 to 29. Bad reviews give customers a sense of worst case scenario and they want to know what can go wrong and they want to understand how much it impacts them and what you're going to do about it. If you have too many positive reviews, it actually comes across as fake. It looks like you got your mom and sister and cousins and friends to go fill out reviews about your company just to say nice things about you. It's okay to have negative stuff sometimes. It, it does validate that you're a real company. Um, and I can give you very many examples of things that were handled and very well. We had and people who came to the rescue. We've had that happen with our clients in the past where other clients will come and uh, put in a good word and kind of save them from themselves. So it does happen. We will have a schedule posted for June. I would love to say shortly, but that may not be true. <laughs> we'll say by the end of the week, we'll know what we're going to talk about for June and we'll have all of the weeks posted just in case somebody wants to know kind of what's coming um, what is it down the pike? We are here to help. I want to know what you guys want to know. If there's a topic you're interested in, leave me a comment, send me a direct message. I want to address whatever is important or critical to you. So let us know. We're always available for questions. Of course, university is always open. You can ask questions there anytime you need. And someone is guaranteed to respond in 24 hours to make sure that you, you have what you need to have the answers you need. But I will be back. Same bat time, same bat channel next week, 10 a.m. Central. We go live on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And until then, I'm Karen Taradis, and I'm here to help. Thanks. Thanks for joining us for the Social University Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media at Stay Social U. That's the letter U. And we will talk to you next week. Remember, you've got this.